We're going to start with Ezra from verse 21 to 34. 8, 21. There by the Ahava Canal, I proclaimed it fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all of our possessions. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. Amen. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. Then I set apart 12 of the leading priests together with Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and 10 of their brothers. And I weighed out to them the offering of silver and gold and the articles of the king, his advisors, his officials, and all Israel present there had donated for the house of our God. Amen. Thank you. He had already told the king mm -hmm. about who his God was. Remember, these people used to serve other gods. So he was now telling the king the kind of God he serves. He said the hand of his God helps everyone who obeys him, but his God is unhappy with those who reject him. So now that he needed help from the king, while he was carrying all these treasures and carrying all these people, he kind of needed external protection. And because he had told the king that his God would protect him and that those that are not protected by his God are those who have rejected his God, he felt ashamed <laughs> to begin to tell the king that <laughs> I need external help. I just felt that was very genuine. He was very honest in showing, showing us his thought process. <laughs> in the natural sense, adding weight is not a great thing, right? And I like how the spirit realm is just very opposite from the physical realm. In the spirit realm, adding weight is a good thing. Being weighty is a good thing. God expects us to be weighty. The glory of God, the kabod, is a weighty, weighty presence of God. That's why sometimes when the power of God comes upon you, you get slain in the spirit, you want to get up, you can't get up because that weighty, weighty presence is upon you. And sometimes you're just worshiping him and you're caught up in this weighty presence and you're like, God is here, God is upon my life. The natural is very different from the spirit realm. We want to be very heavy in the spirit. I don't want to call it overweight because in the spirit realm it's not overweight. It is what we're supposed to be weighty, right? And then to be skinny in the spirit is not a good thing at all. So <laughs> have that in mind as we read this. Verse 25, he said, I weighed the offerings of silver and gold. So all of this was given to him. God has weighed in so much of his power, his anointing, glory, and weighed it out to each one of us. So we carry all of this. So my first point today is the goods are in our hands. That's point number one. The goods are in our hands. You see, I weighed the offerings of silver and gold and the utensils given for the temple of the house of God, and I gave it to the 12 priests I had chosen. This is how the Lord has appointed us. He has set us apart. We're a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation unto God. And God has weighed all of these gifts and talents and abilities and handed them over to us. Remember, 
that makes us very weighty, that makes us possess spiritual gifts that add to our spiritual weight. Amen. Read 26 and 27, please. Okay. I weighed out to them 650 talents of silver articles weighing 100 talents, 100 talents of gold, 20 bowls of gold valued at 1,000 derricks, and two fine articles of polished bronze as precious as gold. Remember, all of these things are all weighed, right? It's not like you want to go buy a dress or you want to go buy food. You know, those ones are normally measured in quantities, right? I want this amount of this or I want this dress. I just want better quality. I like that it is showing that these precious stones are weighty and they can be measured. We can have more of it, right? If we have less of it, we can request for more of it. So just know that everything God has given to you has a certain weight, which makes you be a certain weight in the spirit. And when we have more, and when you begin to express more of what he has already given you, remember we, we did the study about the talent, the master that traveled and gave talents and two of them, them, they became more weighty in the spirit. And one of them chose to go hide it right? That made him less weighty in the spirit. So take that into account, please. Next verse. This one is very important. I said to them, you as well as these articles are consecrated to the Lord. The silver and gold are a free will offering to the Lord, the God of your fathers. Amen. This is so important, guys. I want you to pay attention here. See how he merges. He's drawing a direct parallel between God's holy people and the consecrated gold and silver and the utensils. He's saying you and this utensils are consecrated. In other words, you are holy the same way these utensils are, right? It's a direct parallel. And I want to quickly read Lamentations 4 from verse 1 to 2. It says, how the gold has lost its luster. I'm reading this place to show you the direct parallel between God's holy people and the holy utensils in the house of God as referenced in Ezra 8 verse 28. How the gold has lost its luster. The fine gold became dull. The sacred gems are scattered at every street corner. That is talking about the gold. Verse 2 says, how the precious children of Zion, once worth their weight in gold, are now considered as pots of clay, the work of a potter's hands. Can you see that comparison? It's so clear. So when the gold lost its luster, it was a direct relation to the sons of God losing their weight in gold. When they became dull, it was as Though that gold was now clay, write it down. Lamentations 4, 1 to 2. Compare that with Ezra 8, 28. The, a holy people and this consecrated vessels all belong to the Lord. That's what Ezra was telling the priests. And you are a royal priesthood already. As they carried this gold, this weighty gold and this weighty treasures, these utensils, he was telling them that you, and these holy things, you and these precious metals are holy unto the Lord. 
direct parallels. You can just read from 29 to 32. Guard them carefully until you weigh them out in the, the house of the Lord in Jerusalem before the leading priests and the Levites and the family heads of Israel. Then the priests and Levites received and the silver and gold and sacred articles that had been weighed out to be taken to the house of our God in Jerusalem. On the twelfth day of the first month, we set out from the Ahava Canal to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was on us, and mm. he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. We arrived in Jerusalem where we rested three days. Praise God. So God came through for them. Remember that they first fasted before they went on this adventure. And then Ezra was wondering whether to ask the king for protection. But he had already told the king that as somebody who follows the Lord, the Lord will protect him. So him now asking for help from the king is like, okay, are you no longer following the Lord? Is the Lord not going to protect you? So that was a thing in question, but God proved himself here. God has entrusted all of these wonderful goods in our hands. We are a royal priesthood. And the goods are in our hands. When we fast and we wait on the Lord, we humble ourselves, right? In the very first verse 21 that we read, he said, I announced we would all fast and humble ourselves before our God. We would ask God for a safe journey. So God has placed you upon this earth. He has placed you with a purpose and has given you his glory, his power, his anointing. All of this has been bestowed upon you. You have all the goods. You are weighty. All the goods have been weighed out to you. You are a mighty, strong, weighted child of God. And you are set forth on this journey to go and fulfill God's promise to his people. So they were taking all of this treasure to the house of God in Jerusalem. Please read verse 33 and 34. On the fourth day in the house of our Lord, we weighed out the silver and gold and the sacred articles into the hands of Merimoth, son of Uriah the priest. Eliezer, son of Phinehas, was with him, and so were the Levites, Josabad, son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, son of Binui. Everything was accounted for by number and weight, and the entire weight was reported at that time. So when they brought all of this gold and silver utensils to the temple in Jerusalem, they weighed it again. And then they literally took their hands and began to write the number by weight. The total weight of all of this gold utensils were written down. They were recorded as they got to Jerusalem. Remember, this utensils and the priests who bore them were holy unto the Lord. They belonged to the Lord. We'll go to Daniel 5. I just want to paraphrase a little bit of Daniel 5. We will read 22 to 30, but I want us to just pay attention and grasp this. It's all about your weight in the spirit. If you read Daniel 4, you will see that Nebuchadnezzar was so puffed up and the Lord punished him and he became like an animal the dew was all over him. He was out there in the wild like animals. Uh -huh. And that was when he encountered the Lord and he humbled himself and the Lord restored him. 
you would think that somebody that witnessed such a thing happened to not just the king of a very powerful nation. This was a nation that was like ruling everyone at the time. They were the high and mighty of that day and you take that king and make him like an animal in the wild. He didn't die. He's eating grass. He's not showering. He's no longer like a human with all that royalty. And this guy is your dad. <laughs> you witnessed all of this. And so one day in Daniel 5, he's having a party with his friends. And instead of him being focused on whatever he was doing, he decided to be so puffed up just like his father, but this time even worse. He began to request for the utensils from the house of God in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. You guys, the utensils we read about, those ones that were weighed and weighed, you know, they were weighed out and given to the priests. They were consecrated unto the Lord as well as the priests. Those items that the Lord supernaturally protected, both items and the people of God, they came into Jerusalem. You know, like this is the holiest of all activities. The temple in Jerusalem was the holiest place of all. And when they got to Jerusalem, they were also weighed out. And their weight was recorded. And God kept his promise with Ezra. And many years later, a sudden blasphemous king is having a party, not even a godly one, just messing around. And he's like, bring those utensils, those consecrated gold utensils, gold and silver. Those ones that were likened unto the holy people of God. Those ones that were born by the holy people of God. Those weighty, weighty, weighty utensils of God. Which, in other words, were what added weight to God's people. And you want to just defame all of that. You want to just defame all of that. And while he was partying and having a nice time, what happened? All of a sudden, the writing is on the wall. A human hand is on the wall writing... <laughs> I want you to be very... <laughs> Guys, take note that the weights of this gold were written down and recorded by a human hand. Is it little wonder that a hand also came to write down concerning his own life? Mm. But what was this human hand writing? Mm -hmm. Right? So let's read Daniel 5 from verse 22 to 31. 22 to 31. You are his successor, O Belshazzar, and you knew all this, yet you have not humbled yourself. But you have proudly defied the Lord of heaven and have had these cups from his temple brought before you. Mm. You and your nobles and your wives and concubines have been drinking wine from them while praising gods of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Mm. Gods that neither see nor hear nor know anything at all. But you have not honored the God who gives you the breath of life and controls your destiny. So God has sent this hand to write this message. Wow. This is the message that was written. Meanie, meanie, tekel, and parson. This is what these words mean. Meanie means numbered. God has numbered the days of your reign and has brought it to an end. Hmm. Heckle means weighed. 
You have been weighed on the balances and have not measured up. Parson means divided. Your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Amen. What was this human handwriting? Wow. Take note. In Ezra 8 verse 34, we checked everything by number and by weight. And the total weight was recorded. This is what was done to those utensils. Those consecrated gold and silver utensils that were weighed out in the house of God in Jerusalem. Mm. Now, an ungodly man who was not even humble, remember, before Ezra and his team set out on this journey, he fasted and humbled himself before the Lord. Mm. I want you to pay attention to the judgment that came upon him. Mm -hmm. Mene, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. The same way those precious, consecrated, holy articles in God's house were numbered by a man's hand and checked out. The same way his own life is numbered. Because of the disrespect, because of the pride, because of the idol worship, they were worshiping a physical God. They were praising the God of gold and they were worshiping idols, defaming the God of all the earth. But this gold was consecrated in the spirit of God. With the spirit of God, it was handed over to men of God who were weighty and precious in the hand of God. So he was, in other words, receiving judgment that was the antithesis of what was done to the gold. His life had come to an end. We talked about weight. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. So his weight didn't measure up. He was underweight in the spirit. He didn't have any weight. He was found wanting. He didn't compare to the articles, the utensils of God's house that he was using. How dare he? How dare he? Yeah, no wonder a hand came to write down his lack of weight thereof. So the emphasis of his lack of weight, he is found wanting. He does not measure up. He does not have spiritual weight. Directly opposite. How dare you take the weighty articles carried by weighty men of the spirit, weighed over and over and handed over to the temple in Jerusalem and then you take them and defile them and give that glory to an earthly God. What is it? What goods have God entrusted to us that instead of glorifying him with them, we are attributing it to our education or our smartness or whatever idols we have entertained. Mm. It's like they believed he belittled it all. Completely. He totally belittled it. Yeah. It didn't matter to him where it came from or whose it was. He didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. But all of these things matter, right? God has entrusted us with all of this spiritual authority and this spiritual walk with him that needs to be carefully adhered to. Amen. That we should put value upon. Amen. Amen. So at this point, I want us to ask yourself. Amen. How much do I weigh? Hmm. 
I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far, but you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you, go for it, go grab your copy, please grab your copy, tell me about it, tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life, tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.